0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Black Licorice Podcast. I'm your host, J-Rob.
1: Hey, y'all. I'm your other host, Ariel.
0: And this is Friday night. This is 4th uh, of July weekend, so I know everybody's about to turn up have a good time. And uh, we're chilling as always. We are getting licorice. Uh, what are you sipping on tonight?
1: So tonight, I have some gin. Don't judge me. It's cheap. Cheat. <laughs> it's dry gin. It's the Bombay with some uh, gin and tonic, or some tonic. So I have the gin and tonic, pretty much. Just how, that's where I'm. That's how I'm coming tonight.
0: Bombay is not cheap. Bombay is official. I'm <laughs> sipping on uh, Grey Goose and Red Bull. Uh, Grey Goose definitely. That's not a Red Bull. Definitely one of my favorite vodkas. Um, it's very smooth. Um, yeah, definitely one of my favorite. And then the bottle on the Grey Goose is just I've always liked this bottle, which is so dope. Um. It just captured like, that winter scene with the, I don't know, <laughs> it just makes you think you're drinking something just, like, cold.
1: Exclusive. And, can nah, we can we agree that that's not a Red Bull, though? It's
0: a Nas. Nice, same thing, energy <laughs> drink. And I just now realize it's zero sugar, which is why it tastes weird, but that's a good thing. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, so we're here, of course, it's BYOB. If you, uh, you know, want to uh, sip and chill, vibe out with us tonight.
1: Not if you have to sip and chill with us, because, like... That's just what it is. It has, you have to sip and chill with us. And
0: Definitely, after a long week, so that's what we want to give you some entertainment on Friday. Um, so last week we uh, we had touched on the verses that was going down um, last week. Bow Wow versus uh, um, uh, Soldier Boy. I was gonna say Lil Romeo. <laughs> so it went down. What did you think about it?
1: Uh, the verses, as I said, it was really entertaining. Uh, Soldier Boy was Soldier Boy. I feel like Bow Wow really came on top, not only because he had, like, um, all these other, you know, Jermaine Dupree and the Brat and I think it's the Franchise Boys, I believe, that came out who he had hits with. That did help a lot, so that was pretty cool. But I feel like people, you know, as we touched on before, they saw him as, like, this corny person now as an adult. And I feel like now um, he... Him coming out like he did, and him being able to perform his hits, and people are reminded of like, damn, like he really was dope. He really did have all of us like in our, you know, feelings. Like, you know, we had a lot of his stuff on our iPods or whatever. I don't even know if iPods was a thing when he was out, but still. and, And he just showed, like, you know, I mean, I don't think that was his intentions, but it's just like they put him in that. You know, that corny role, but it's like, y'all was fucking with him. Like, y'all, a lot of y'all was listening to him, and he had really great music, and that's what it was. Soldier Boy. <laughs> I don't know, I'm speeching. Like, he was still very entertaining, I feel like. I don't know, now that I think about it, what do you think he was a good match? Because he really didn't have an equal amount of hits like Baba did, but he still had, like, a lot of, you know, great songs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest. Um, you know, we talked about it. You said you were going to have a good drink and your uh, long teas and the, yeah, all that, that stuff. And uh, to be 100% honest, I slept through probably half of the verses. Yeah, I was yeah. so tired, man. I did not watch the first half of the verses. But this little, the half that I saw after, um, it was it was cool. Um, I think I said that they would get a million views or, you know, a billion vibe on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they didn't get on Instagram, but... Uh, versus now it's on different platforms it's on Trilla it's on other right. stuff so that doesn't mean that they didn't have a million people watching I guess it just means but they didn't get to that one million mark uh, but yeah I mean I was I've never really seen Bob Wild perform like that live I mean I don't check for him like that mm-hmm. but seeing him in this other man it was good I mean yeah. I think it was a good I
1: think he did a really he, good job they
0: both did good jobs uh, he brought out Marion and uh, Soldier Boy brought out brought uh, Lil Romeo and it was cool if you, you know
1: Lil Romeo was uh, a little bit pointless, <laughs> but I feel like it was like a like a seat filler because yeah. he didn't, he can't really bring anybody out. But he had no. his with Nicki Minaj, he had his with Drake, and it kind of sucked that, you know, he they're dope artists. So at the end of the day, I mean. Bow Wow was trying to clown right. him for not actually having him there, and for him waiting and playing throughout the whole song just to get to their, his eventually lyrics. get to his verse. It's like they're ghosts. like they're great. So I mean, he got hits with them, you right. don't. So he can do that. With I feel like he 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 can do that.
0: I understand the Romeo thing because it was Romeo and Bow Wow going back and forth at first on, uh, you know, on social media about how they wanted to do the verses, and then it, out of nowhere it was like, no Soldier Boy Bow Wow. So Romeo kind of got kicked to the curb because I doubt he has 20 anyway. So I think it was kind of like, okay, let's bring him on. Let's make him a part of it. Pay some homage to him as well or whatever. Um, But it was cool. It was a fun night for y'all 90s babies. It was fun. And
1: um, I was definitely drunk. I I don't even know what I was drinking, to be honest. But I was definitely drinking. I was, you know, it didn't turn out to be the party that I wanted to because, like he said, he was asleep. So I was kind (laughs) of by myself and just kind of watched it from my iPad Had me a little, you know, drink. I think I mixed up some champagne and some uh, alcohol. I don't know what I was on, but I did that. And I vibe. Like I said, I'm a 90s baby. They're born around the same, you know, you know, we, I grew up listening to them. So, um, yeah, it was a good time.
0: Definitely. Most definitely. Uh, So this week, man, it's a new week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Man, probably the biggest news this week is probably the infamous return of Mr. Peel Cosby. Freshly released from prison. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that to my man, Bill. Show some respect. You just did. You called him him Bill Cosby. I mean, but um, but as we all know, you know, Bill Cosby, his uh, sexual assault conviction was overturned earlier this week uh, by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. His uh, sentence was reversed after finding that he had an agreement with the previous prosecution uh, that... It pretty much violated his constitutional rights uh, because they told him uh, that he would not be prosecuted if he testified in a uh, civil case um, for an incident that happened back in two thousand and four. Uh, he was being sued civilly, and yeah, they told him that if he testified, that he would not be prosecuted. So he testified, gave details and stuff. Then um, later on, they used that testimony to convict him in two thousand eighteen. Uh, So that violated his rights uh, because you do have the Fifth Amendment uh, where you uh, protect it against self-incriminating, incriminating incriminating yourself. Uh, So, yeah, so they um, went and they vacated his sentence this week. Uh, It's not an exoneration. It's not saying that he is innocent. It's not saying that he didn't do anything. It's basically just saying that his rights were violated um, and that he couldn't be prosecuted, you know, based on that evidence. Um, I don't know. How, or what do you feel about him getting out? Do you have any <laughs> anything?
1: Um, I don't really have much to say up on him getting out. Um, I, he's someone that I you know grew up watching.
0: Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, on the shows?
1: Yeah, the shows. I mean, they were definitely older by the time I was watching them, but he's you know I watched pretty much almost every episode. And, you know, at the time of the uh, when he did go to jail and everything, it was surprising to me when he was um, sent off to prison or whatever. And um, I feel like <sighs> it's kind of one of those tough situations because it's like, OK, you are especially us as black people, you know, in this day and age, we want to be supportive. We want to ride for our black people or whatever but at the same time we need we know what's right and we know what's wrong and i feel Mm -hmm. like some people are excited about it for the wrong reasons i feel like some people are really you know hyped Mm -hmm. about him being out because like oh you know Bill, you know he's a legend he's whatever this and this and that we are happy that he's out and you know and i don't believe he did it anyways and you know whatever you got that and you have people that's just like well he's not out because like you said he was proven to be like innocent in these uh you know these alleged what were they sexual Sexual assaults um he's not out because of that but because of what uh uh his rights Uh,
0: right the constitutional rights were violated uh they didn't have a right to based on the agreement that he had with the prosecutors they didn't have a right to use his testimony as evidence against him Mm -hmm. and they didn't have any other evidence Mm -hmm. other than that that's mainly why he got convicted uh, he was put on trial a couple of times like the first time it was a hung jury it was a mistrial and they retried him um, so they didn't really have like a lot of evidence they pretty much his own testimony was pretty much what got him put in jail okay. but that should have never been allowed to be used so
1: right yeah. so in, in, in my opinion I don't really have an opinion up on it I feel like if you are guilty of this Um, I mean, he should be in, he should be in prison. I mean, it is what it is, sexual assault. You drug women you take advantage of them and it it is what it is. Um, at the same time though, I, I hate to say this, um, you know, it's someone that, like I said, I grew up watching, uh, I grew up watching on TV and a lot of people can relate to him as like their TV father. Right. So a lot of people look at him in that, uh, they look at him that way. And I kind of look at him that way a little bit When I was watching those shows When I was watching <laughs> the Cosby show Anyway And um, Me as an adult I defer—I have to differentiate that That was TV And I, at the end of the day this is real life This is reality And he You know these are actual charges These are right. many pe- women coming forth and saying This is what happened And you know it's drug related And you know whatever So I have to look outside of, you know, oh, he's a black man. He's done great things in the, you know, the black community. And, you know, he's like a staple in like the black community. And I have to look up, uh, take that out the picture. And, it, you know, it's, he is older. So it was just like, oh, you know, he gets to see his family and stuff. But at the end of the day, he committed these. Did he? he
0: what, why do you say he committed these things?
1: He didn't say that he did it.
0: He did say he did He's always said he didn't. Um, I mean, these charges or these incidents have spanned from 1965 to 2008. How long ago was 1965? That's a long time ago. What, 40, 60 years ago? I I don't know. Do the math on it. I don't know. Um, Anyway, these allegations. So pretty much what happened is he's always been getting people. I
1: don't know. He had
0: like some kind of aura of, uh, you know, misconduct with women going on and things like that. Um, and then in 2014, the comedian uh, Hannibal Burris, a black comedian, uh, did a stand-up routine uh, talking about Bill Cosby as a rapist and stuff like that. Uh, and then that stand-up routine went viral. Uh, and then after that stand-up routine, the media just jumped on to Bill Cosby, and they, it was like a big media firestorm. Blah blah blah. Um, Then after that, a bunch of other women came forward saying, like, he did this and this to them or whatever. Um, So it was almost a lot of people feel like it's like a mob mentality kind of attack on him. Um, And a lot of this stuff happened so long ago that it's beyond the statute of limitations that he could never even be prosecuted for a lot of this stuff. Um, So a lot of people just feel like I think a lot of people feel like um, they don't know if they don't know what to believe. Like they feel like. I don't
1: know. It's hard to... I feel like... And I'm not going to pass any type of... I don't believe that I did. I don't believe I'm drinking, y'all. So, I don't believe that I passed any type of judgment. I don't believe that I said, like, he did it or he did not do it. But I feel like if a lot of women are coming forth and saying this, it could be a possibility. I mean, it's just, it you know, when you are in a situation as a man you already feel like you're the you have maybe the upper hand a bit, you have money, you have a little bit of power, and you feel like you can get away with these type of things. It's not uncommon for these situations to happen. You see this type of stuff in the uh in in that type of world all the time with Purdue with um you know big
0: Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah you,
1: you see that with these like really big like Giants that's in like the Hollywood uh, circle, like you see that a lot all the time. So, um and like I said, I'm not saying he did or I'm not saying he didn't, but it's a, that, and that's why females are so. And I, I don't want to take this into a different topic, but that's why a lot of women to this day are scared to come forward about being sexually assaulted, being raped. You know, uh, they're scared to come forth with that because they are worried that people may not believe them, that people may think like, oh, you want money, or oh, you want this and this and that, or oh, he really did this, come on now. Or they're in fear that this person is well-known, popular, has money, and that they're protected. And so I get it, and I feel like it takes one person to feel comfortable, and they come out and they say what they have to say, and other people who's been in that situation is just like, okay, I'm gonna come forward as well, and I'm gonna, you know, and I feel like it kinda- Definitely. I just feel like that's what happened in this situation. Yeah,
0: I'm not definitely, you know, support all victims of sexual assault, anything like that, definitely. So, um, he did admit to casual sex um, involving (laughs) the (laughs) recreational use of quaaludes. (laughs) So, he has said that, you know, he has had recreational sex with other women, you know, that the drugs. So, he said he gave
1: the... He's admitted to giving the girls quaaludes?
0: He admitted to it, but he said it was consensual. Or so whatever. I feel
1: like if you admit to that, I feel like okay, if he's admitted to that, is it too far fetched to think that he would actually intentionally drug women without them knowing? I mean that's a stretch.
0: If you're doing it recreationally, casually, and um consensually, it's a stretch to say that he did it to some people uncon you know, un-
1: unintentionally?
0: No, not unintentionally. Um unconsensually. That they didn't consent to it. I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, but I'm saying this was years ago. A lot of them in the 70s and 60s and drugs and all this type of stuff was different. Hollywood was different. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, it was just a different culture. Um, I mean, this is years and years and years ago. Some of them, uh, not downplaying anything they did at all. It's just, some of this stuff has been so long ago that's just like,
1: right i don't know and you know what that's actually you are you are opening my eyes up to this that is a very that's a good way to look into that i feel like um back in you know the 80s and 70s and things like drugs that was just something that was openly well i mean it kind of is now but <laughs> i feel like that was something that you know especially people who are uh in hollywood and famous and like in that type of circle they're openly using these drugs and on cocaine using cocaine and crack. And all, and all these type of things and snorting up in the bathroom and on pills and all this type of stuff and I feel like that was just something that was like very casual very like you know whatever and I feel like now this day and age where we're looking at drugs like oh no that's bad you shouldn't do it you have commercials now you have like all this type of stuff that's saying you know um you know we shouldn't be doing these type of drugs and this is what happened when you do this and this and this and that and You have women coming forth from other different type of claims of being raped and being drugged. And I feel like now maybe those victims that maybe they feel more of a victim in this day and age than at that time. Maybe they didn't feel like victims, but it could be convenient to feel like a victim all of a sudden.
0: I feel like that he probably has some victims probably. And he probably has some people that weren't victims, but they want to hop on. Because so yeah. they had something to do with it, and they it's want. convenient, it. yeah. So I, I mean, you know definitely. I, f- I feel sorry for all the people who were, if they were victimized by Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if everyone coming out has good intentions. Some people may just want to be a part of it for the payouts and stuff like that. Um, what do you feel about? I mean, his longtime supporter and TV wife, <laughs> or friend, mm-hmm. Felicia, Felicia Rashad. Rashad came out, um, and she tweeted. You know, she said, "Finally." A terrible wrong um, is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. And she supported him back in 2015, Mm -hmm. you know, when it first came out. And and then this was her recent comment. And she is just getting dragged, of course, through everything. Um,
1: Well, first of all, I want to shout out to Felicia Rashad. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. I love her. Love watching her on the Cosby show, like, she was just amazing to me. She was just like everything, like, what you would imagine, what you would love to someone that you would love to have as a mother. I love my mom to death, I'm not shading her, but I'm just saying she was amazing. Um, her having his support, I feel like she is someone who I mean, I if she's that vocal, especially on the platform that she has to support and and, and to express how happy she is that he's free. She clearly does not believe those allegations. Clearly she doesn't believe them. If she was on the fence, I don't think she would have like any commentary on him being out. Um. So, I mean, it's, she's worked with him on set for many, many years. I'm sure they had a friendship after, you know, for years and years. I mean, they're like both really up in age. So I feel like it's very genuine. She she clearly sees this person as a friend that she's known for a very long time, and she does not believe the allegations whatsoever. Um, I feel like people coming at her and attacking her. Why? It's a it's an. I mean, that's someone that she knows. You don't know her. You don't know Bill Cosby. You know what you see. You know you're like me as well. I don't really know. I have an unclear like. Uh, I I'm very unclear, unclear of. <laughs> if he's guilty or innocent. That's not really for me to determine, but um, I, I don't understand why people are dragging her about it. And um, I just feel like she's someone who's supporting a friend, just like how we would support a loved one if they were, if we knew that they were innocent because we grew up with them, we know their, we know their personality, we know who they are, we know who they are as a person and with other people. And we're like, no, I'm standing, I'm standing, what is it? I'm, a, I'm standing right beside them, <laughs> whatever they say. Like, I feel like if we are like that with our people and we don't want to see them face any jail time or for anything to happen to them based off of allegations, why is it so hard for someone who's a public figure? Not even a public figure. She doesn't deserve that title. She's an amazing actress. She's a, what, a philanthropist. She's the dean of Howard University. I feel like because she has that platform to where people can openly uh drag her it's not okay because we quick to support all these other men out here that's cl- has been cl- has clearly killed this person or robbed this person did this and that but we want to free them and free that but y'all dragging felicia right. rashad for her being happy about someone that she's working for so long being out like
0: yeah. and i know. don't even think what she said is that wrong she said I'll say it again What she said, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted and miscarriage of justice is corrected. So if we say that his constitutional right was violated and he shouldn't have been prosecuted because they violated his Fifth Amendment right and he was sent to prison over that. She never said that he didn't do what, he, what they said he did or anything like that. She's basically saying like he shouldn't have been in prison and he, you know, that was uh, a miscarriage of justice. That's all she said. She didn't, she wasn't talking about He's that. innocent anything like that. She just said, finally, this wrong is being righted. And, of course, the cancel culture that we live in, they're now calling for her to be fired from you know the, uh, Howard University and all this other stuff. Um, so she had to release some other statements to, you know, of course, backtrack and you know, try to get on the right side of it. You know, hopefully, she can keep her position. She was just named the dean of you know the College of Fine Arts this year. Um, she's been an upstanding member of society, and she's just been like a role model for so many Black women for so long. It's mm-hmm. like I think sometimes people cannot wait for people like that to make a mistake either, mm-hmm. so they can pile on. Um, you know, like I don't know. LeBron is another example. Uh, just someone who just seems to not do wrong. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in the media, so the minute they do any a little bit of wrong, you can't wait to tear them down and and put them down. So I don't know. I don't think what she said was terrible. She didn't side with him on the sexual assault. She basically just said. Um, you know, she was happy that he was getting out because, you know, there was some misjustice there. I don't
1: know. Like, he didn't necessarily... They didn't have the actual proof? Is, is, is that what you're saying? Like, she felt like, um, it wasn't handled was how it should have been. He basically. should not have been in he prison.
0: wrongfully from convicted, basically. He shouldn't have been in prison. The case
1: should have still been open and, you know, been investigated, but she, he should not have been in, in prison.
0: Basically. Okay. Something like that. Something like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well
0: uh, and then also well yeah. And then a lot of other people are saying that um that he's being uh discri- uh what's the word? Discriminate not discriminated against, but his what he did is being like you have other people who have admitted to doing similar stuff. For instance, uh Cardi B back in twenty nineteen, you know, she came out um uh saying that she when she was a stripper she would um, have guys come to her hotel room knowing that they want to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would drug them, rob them, and all this type of stuff. And she received, I mean, a little bit of flack for it at the time, but not. But
1: it was just like people, like this so, people with Instagram accounts.
0: Right. It was nobody serious. And they're saying, like, now during the current presidential election, you had, you know, Bernie Sanders going live with Cardi B all the time. You had, um, Joe Biden always looking for Cardi B's opinion and she's still held high and regarded by a lot of people and she actually admitted to doing stuff like robbing and drugging people and she's not getting it. nowhere near the, feet, you know, the, the outrage that Cosby is. So it's like right. they feel like there's a double standard in how black men are untreated when it comes to this type, these type of allegations. We can be ruined just from allegations right. with no proof. As long as you have an allegation, you have enough people behind, you have a crowd of people saying that you did something, now you're guilty in the public opinion, now your career is ruined, now you have to spend all this money, blah, 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 blah. Um, But you have someone like Cardi B who can come out and say something like that and really don't get any, any uh, nothing happened to her. She didn't lose a sponsor that I know of. She didn't lose anything. Uh, then you look like back Go back to another male, uh, Rick Ross, when he came out with the You Only Know, You Only Know song.
1: Put Molly All in Her Champagne.
0: Yeah, he he had that lyric where he said, put Molly All in Her Champagne. She didn't even know it. Took her home and I enjoyed that. She didn't even know. Which is very um, (laughs) suggestive of raping, drugging somebody. But he lost sponsors. like He was getting dragged and dragged. As well, another black man. So it's just like a lot of people are like, you know, when it comes to the black male and these types of things and allegations um, that sometimes we get treated unfairly or harsher than maybe someone not. else. I don't know.
1: And I, I definitely agree to that. Uh, Cardi B, she is, she's a Bill Cosby. If Bill Cosby did, if he if he truly did what he did, <laughs> she's Bill. she's a Bill Cosby. Like she's done the same thing. It does not matter if you. Oh well, they. You know, they know they're they're dealing with a stripper and and this and this and that. They know like what they're getting into. So like me, probably drugging them. like you're still drugging somebody. You're taking advantage of them at the end of the day. It's a you know you can't do that. And that def- uh, that definitely got swept underneath the rug. I remember hearing about it and people. A lot of people were trying to make light of it, hoping that something would happen and you know you've seen this a lot of videos and people like trying to cover and like why isn't she held to the same standard as men and it just got swept under the rug and that's really fucking unfortunate because she did what men what men do who are behind bars and it's just kind of like and me as a female hold her at that same standard Period. it's kind
0: of like what Nikki said like I have Corporate machines and something against me.
1: Corporate giants and machines.
0: Cardi was a product of corporate giants and machines at the time. She's been pushed by so many people and just just made out to, to win that year when she came out. It was Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. It was everywhere. Every she was just the, the one. Sure, a lot of people were making money off of her. A lot of I'm not gonna really, I don't want to say that, but a lot of certain people were making money off of her. Probably, a lot of, I would say a lot of rich. Caucasian males are probably making tons of money off Cardi B at the time and she had a whole industry behind her And when that came out, it just seemed like it was just like like you said swept under the rug No one really cared that much, but she now will Cosby never admitted to illegally doing it. he claimed that it was consensual And everything but Cardi admitted to illegally drugging and robbing and taking advantage of males and it just it went nowhere So it's just like I don't know. It's crazy It is crazy um, another thing I found crazy. Actually, what do you think? How do you think? What do you think R. Kelly is thinking right now, watching that news <laughs> scene? Why
1: the fuck I ain't out?
0: <laughs> watching that, uh, you know. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what he's saying. Why the fuck I'm not out yet? Um, R. Kelly.
0: It's different though.
1: <laughs> they are. It's I mean, different. we have video. We have footage. It's we have audio. R. Kelly's guilty. Totally different situation. The. Um,
0: dealing with a minor. I know.
1: It's way it, different. It, 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 but the thing is, he got locked up like fucking 20 years, 30. I don't even know how long after the allegation.
0: Oh, ended. yeah. Or oh, Bill Cosby. R.
1: Kelly. Oh, How long yeah. ago was it?
0: I don't know. He had some that were longer ago. He had some that were more recent, right? I
1: don't know. The two recent. recent
0: girls that he had.
1: Oh, Azrael and Joyce Lynn.
0: Isn't he locked up the Or is he not? I don't know.
1: I truly don't. He was locked. They... You know what? That's a different topic.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a whole that's different, different kind of
1: topic way. for a different day. I but know.
0: I only say that to bring up the fact that um it's interesting that Bill Cosby's net worth today, if you had to think of what his net worth was, what would you what would you think it was? Today? Today.
1: I would have to really understand net worth because sometimes I think of it as
0: it changes.
1: Net worth changes. It changes. How long has he been in prison? Three years. Three years? Uh, almost. So I'm thinking about it over like before or now?
0: No. He's out of prison, fresh out. He gets to go back to his money and stuff. How much do you think? I
1: feel like I knew what he... I feel like I, I like to Google a lot, y'all. So I feel like... I, especially people's net worth. So I feel like I probably Google his net worth, net worth randomly uh, some years ago. if I was to take a guess, maybe close to $100 million. I could be wrong. Jason, go and let me know, y'all. So
0: <laughs> and if now, to if I was to guess... Uh, the net worth right now. What would you think? It I
1: don't think he has much of a net worth. Like, I recall videos of him.
0: Right. And, and that's my whole point. Most of the time when people go through these types of legal problems and lawsuits, prison. They pretty much lose everything they have. Uh, so R. Kelly's current net worth is negative two million. <laughs> He's broke. He he lost everything he had fighting these cases. And, you know, he was this crazy because he was like a superstar. He was... He was a mega star. He, he could do anything he wanted to do. And, you know, he chose to pursue underage women and, uh, you know, whatever that was all about. But uh, Bill Cosby's current network, according to CelebrityNetworks.com, is $400 million today. Oh. So he is still mega rich. He probably would have been a billionaire had he not gone to prison. So he's still extremely rich. He has a great legal team. He has a lot of support. Um, so I don't know. It's a very deep subject. It goes, it stretches, uh, you know, into it. Even goes into the history of America of, you know, black men being um, accused of sexual stuff against other races and stuff, and then we just get the book thrown at us and stuff like that. It's right. very deep, right?
1: And I feel like with the argument of it, especially from a social media aspect, both of these, you know, use R. Kelly again as an example. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. We we you know we love especially in our community our black community us we love Bill Cosby like I said a lot of us like Uncle Phil we looked at him as a father figure we love the show watched every episode like myself you know we know the the we we you know we we're here for Bill Cosby right we're here for the show everybody who's in it and it's kind of hard to you know once you hear someone is convicted of this and this and that it's we're human and that's just what we're human so it's hard to separate okay this person is convicted of this this person is a bad person from like you know someone that we love and we know who's like a great person and the same thing with r kelly people look at him and there it's hard for them to differentiate him from being like this pedophile and to be like you know a man who is i don't know what else do they call him (laughs) i guess just a pedophile may be disgusting a bit And it's hard for us to separate or to differentiate him from being that person and being like, well, you know what? He's a bomb R&B artist. Like he's like the GOAT. Like he has this type of music. He's amazing. And this is that. And it's just hard for us to to differentiate that, unfortunately. And so I feel like that's why it's always this kind of like in between with. Right, with these type of uh, male in our yeah. community, people
0: will look past what they've done because of who they are. The OJ Simpsons, you know the art. <laughs> people look. Do like, people
1: really give to talk
0: about OJ? I mean, older generation. My dad, yeah. I don't or know me sure not about about my Simpson, dad. No, he was a great football player. He was like,
1: I don't know, whoever <laughs> you think the
0: great, whoever you picture today being a great football player, he was a great football player. Amazing. He was an actor. I mean, he, he had a lot going on for him. So um yeah people will look past people's st- stuff because they are such a great talent so a lot for years people look past r Kelly's stuff i mean a lot of people was like if r kelly got out today and threw a concert tomorrow it would probably sell out <laughs> you know what i mean it's just crazy i
1: see i actually seen a post about that someone said and this is not verbatim but someone said if a R. kelly concert was free tomorrow right would you go to and a lot of people like hell yeah like I'll go to it and right. you know whatever because they don't want to support him by spending the money because they know that right he did what he did but at the same time this is free and they're not supporting him, but they still love his music and love him as an artist they're looking at that that aspect hell, they're going what's the one
0: dude the Richard Ramirez the <laughs> <laughs> uh, serial killer Richard Ramirez was on trial for you know mm-hmm. crazy murders he had women throwing him, themselves at him and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. People are going to always have support regardless of what they do, um, unfortunately. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I agree. It is what it is. I mean, I would like to hear that. I would love for uh, Bill Cosby to be completely exonerated of these charges, but if that's not the case, then I mean...
0: Yeah, even if he's not exonerated, I just want him to have his fair... Everyone deserves uh, their fair due process of law. Mm-hmm. um we found guilty for what you did um but I, I I definitely hate when people make up evidence or you know railroad people and get people convicted if you don't have enough evidence unfortunately you know maybe they get away with it uh we don't know we're not saying he's a god a saint perfect he at least cheated on his wife he's at least been not involve a lot of different ways and people
1: can use that like to that. like turn that into to help justify like to you know oh what well, he did commit look you know he People do that in court. We're not going to get into that. Oh, of course. That's something different. That's
0: a whole other conversation.
1: All right, so the next topic I want to get into, y'all, is the glamorization of drug abuse in the rap community. Um, so I'm just going to use him as an example because he recently released a music video with Lil Wayne. If y'all know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about no other than Moneybagg, yo. One of my favorite rappers, by the way. I absolutely love him. So Moneybagg, yo, um, he released a song, Waukesha. He released it in April, um, with his new album, Against This Pain. Uh, Waukesha is definitely a hit. You hear it a lot. It was sampled from Ashanti's hit song in the early 2000s, Foolish um from the first few listens of the song you may think that he's rapping about the love of the female and how she looks and how he's obsessed with her and misses her but no if you break down lyrics like myself from time to time at least um immediately you know that he's talking about uh the uh lean what people drink it's like um i don't know the ingredients because i'm not i don't drink it i like alcohol but um, it's like a mixture of codeine, promethazine, I believe, like soda and Jolly Ranchers and candy and all this crazy shit. But <laughs> that's what he's talking about. And you always see, you know, you see on IG, you got females. They can't wait to post their little uh, story. I think they're ignorant to like what he's talking about. But they think that he's talking about a woman. They in the background looking cute. And all you hear is wet like candy, tastes like fruit you know no i said that wrong sweet like candy twa- tastes like fruit wet like water can i love on you there we go um anyways so i love the song i love him he's amazing right um i want to get into people you know they especially when the new music video came out with him a little way now i haven't watched it yet um, I think it came out a couple days ago and people start, and the song came out in April. People started to make comments about like, oh, he's like great. We're, we have more rappers like uplifting drug abuse and people overdosing like this is stupid. But, um, for example, I will take out a page in Lil Wayne's, uh, cause he has Lil Wayne featured, as I said, like maybe three times um he's in the beginning of the song and little wayne is specifically saying (laughs) um little wayne is saying uh yeah i kind of put the cup down for a minute but honestly it ain't nobody's business what's in my cup like ain't nobody business what's in my cup right now but i already told you all in the beginning whatever um so he's saying what's in your cup what's in their cup is your cup drink it so whatever the hell was in my cup only reaction i did was get more popular more successful did a lot more things that I ever done. I probably should pick that cut back up. So he did not necessarily allude to the fact that he was back on drinking lean, right? Does does it give you that that he's drinking lean again?
0: He said he should. He
1: didn't say. Well. He said he should. Um, and we know Little Wayne. We know that he has pat, you know, had seizures and he's had health scares um in regards to this drug lean, like what they drink. So we know that. Um And so in the intro, he has him on this song and he's just kind of saying, you know, how it got him more popular, more whatever, and this and this and that. Should he pick it back up? Should he not? So I feel like he's kind of saying, at least what it speaks to me is he's saying that um he is, he's had failures with using this drug and he's had successes with it. He has a struggle. It's a battle. Um... So based on this, a lot of people are saying that they're glamorizing it, which I agree and I disagree. What do you think? Just just based off that song alone, do you think? Have you listened to the full song?
0: I have, but not like I haven't dissected it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. First of all, let's go all way back. You said that this song is a sample of Ashanti.
1: Ashanti, foolish. no, 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 no. See, my
0: dad's a cold and stuff. And what no, is not
1: singing,
0: y'all. Yeah, but what is, what is that
1: song? I that was sampled from Sunos, but from Biggie, right? Yeah, Biggie. Okay, so but, I, who, but okay. I you way, no, no, no,
0: no. I'm just saying, like, a real hip hop family. Like I mean, Ashanti did wow, we it. Wow. That's ain't, One More Chance by Biggie. So when I heard the. <laughs> dun, 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 I never thought it was Ashanti. I'm like, that's Biggie. I'm like, so you're going to take a Biggie trap and turn it into a. My bad,
1: y'all. So he sampled it from.
0: Biggie. Biggie. Anyways, uh, you know, I'm. you're, okay, you're a 90s baby. I'm an 80s baby. Um, and uh, so I come from a generation where my favorite rap artists are drug dealers. And you come from a generation where your favorite rap artists are drug users. <laughs> That's oh. what I've heard.
1: Okay, um, that so makes my sense.
0: biggie 10 crack commandments, they're the dealer, uh, Ten crack commandments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the drug dealers, like they weren't doing the drugs, they were dealing it, they're making money, hustling. But the new generation is lean, it's promethazine, it's just like pills, mollies, future, everybody, they're all rocking about doing these drugs. Uh, so knowing that that's what the song is about, no, I don't really support it. I don't really, and you know, I know Lil Wayne, he was dope, he was cold at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh but I can definitely see the drug use in him as well. That he's diminished. <laughs> oh you <know what> I'm <laughs> serious.
1: I can see the drug use in him. I can
0: see it. He's he he's had his struggles as well. Um so yes, yeah, that's my that's my take on it. Um
1: Okay, and that's a good that's a good take. So I do appreciate that. So for me, when I broke down the lyrics, um money bag is definitely um in the song, he is uh, speaking about his uh, uh, his addiction to the drug mm. and how he stops and how he picks it back up, mm. and he speaks about the drug being his therapy. Mm. So, and that's what a lot of people don't get. I feel like because it's behind the beat that it, that it is, it's you know a beat that a lot of us recognize from Biggie, like Jason said, <laughs> or from if you're from my era, Ashanti Foolish. Um, so you pick that up how he's rapping and how you know he has great work playing things like that he's a great rapper so you're not looking in it that way you hmm. think that he's someone like a fine female that he just you know whatever but um the,
0: you know how he came up with the name wakisha or why why that is that's it?
1: a very good question i actually wanted to live it, but i failed to do that wow. so hmm. that's that's my fault, y'all thanks for um, maybe
0: the first person who gave him promethazine was her name might have been wakisha I'm just playing.
1: Out. I'm you know, I, I looked at you, damn <laughs> ass, like damn, you could be right. <laughs> but okay, y'all, let's get back to the topic. So, um, and I, I get that. Like, I feel like he did not say, um, unfortunately, I'm mean, not well, can't say unfortunately because it's behind the music, the samples that is behind, and we know those samples to be great hits. Right. And you know, um, and then he's also has sexually suggestive lyrics in it as well. It's kind of not hard to differentiate what he's talking about, but in this song, he is definitely talking about his battle with drugs. Uh, right, it's a, metaphor. It's yeah. like a
0: metaphor song, which is, yeah. which is cool.
1: He definitely is talking about it. He's talking about this drug. He's talking about how he cannot, he knows that it's for him. He's talking about how he does not want to overdose. He's talking about how he has True. went in a house before and fucked up the house and messed it up and mm. off of the the product and off of the drug and like whoever he's with being mad and he knows that it's wrong but he picks it back up because he feels like it's his therapy and this is his that and he talks about how he does not want to overdose how he does not want to die off of this drug mm. and i feel like it is I would say a cry for help, but I feel like it's also, I feel like in a way, it's like a song that you could, and that's why he used it in the way that he did, which I think was so dope. It was a way to kind of vibe with it as if it is about a female, Mm. but also at the same time, he's speaking about his, uh, drug abuse, uh, using lean, whatever the concoction is and how it's, he's aware of what it can do and how he cannot stop using it. Mm. And I feel like he used it in a very great way, but I just wonder sometimes: um, should rappers and entertainers, when they do this type of stuff, do should they take accountability
0: mm-hmm.
1: of this? You think they should?
0: I don't know. I just know. I think it's glamorized for the youth. I mean, I've known people who overdose uh, off of stuff like this, Myself and it's just as well. like. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sad. Like, the youth is doing it. The double cups, and they, and they think it's fun and games. This is, like, these are drugs. This is serious stuff that's going on. Uh, so, I don't think it's anything that should be glamorized at all. I don't even know when this, where, where did this even start in the hip-hop? Like, what, when did we start doing... I mean, I guess, what, 3-6 Mafia? uh what was it doing?
1: It could have been, them, but I, I feel like when it came to our generation... Like, you know, you got these rappers that's coming out now and they're drugged. They clearly look drugged. They got crazy tattoos, crazy hair, crazy hair colors. They got they just look their appearance, they wanna look crazy and they usually are on drugs and unfortunately they, they usually pass away. Right. And um from drug abuse.
0: What was the, what was a three six months be a song though?
1: was like a well-known
0: song yeah hold up what? A, i
1: gotta get Sip
0: syrup scissor. in scissor. on some
1: scissor okay well, that's
0: what go. it was that's what i think and they're
1: from texas right
0: memphis tennessee Ooh. okay
1: i'm wrong but um, <laughs> so yeah and i feel like that was a thing and maybe at that time when they did that that was a lot of people were, were not drinking lean. a lot of people were not doing it now we have a lot of people using, you know, lean and all the stuff, these pretty cups that look that's purple and just looks like you drinking unicorn pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and like people are just obsessed with it and they and it tastes good. I'm not gonna lie, I had it once. You had it. I had it once.
0: The
1: fuck? <laughs> I was young. I was dating somebody, they were on it and I drank it and uh, it, it it tastes good. It was like in the the concoction was like Fago the drugs whatever the syrup whatever and it had jolly wrenches in it and it tastes good i'm like okay you know whatever but i didn't continue with it and i already kind of knew what it could be about so that's why i did not entertain it further but i do feel like in a way it's kind of it's one of those kind of situations where it's kind of tough like you feel like rappers should take accountability for the music that they make because it is impressionable upon youth. It's def- It definitely is. Like youth, if they idolize you as a rapper and they see that you're talking about these type of drugs and gang violence and this, this, and that, and they already idolize you, is it so far-fetched that they will start to lead the path that you're on? No, it's not. So I feel like rappers should take accountability for it because at the end of the day, this is work that you're putting out, this is what you're putting, this is how you choose to use your freedom of speech, and you you choose to use it that way, and unfortunately, it may have, you know, your, the people that listen to you, that subscribe to you every day, that pays for your content, they might take it literal, and they may follow down that same path, and it's, it's unfortunate, but, um, in the same breath, (laughs) in the same breath, um, me for example i love jason i think you do too i mean well i don't really know you kind of like an old soul you like your hip-hop music right mm-hmm. you don't really listen to like like a, a lot of like gun drug violence like type music
0: no nah, i listen to everything mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a music fan
1: okay well, so what you
0: what are you talking about who are you referring to
1: no one specifically but i'm just using it as an example so i listen to we're using him as an example Ooh. already. So I listen to Money Mac Yo. Oh. Um, he has like a lot of other music. It's about gang violence and things. And other rappers that I listen to. And I get hype as fuck y'all. I'm hype. I'm whatever. I'm bopping to it. I'm whatever. Because it's good. It's, it, it gives me good energy. But I know in my heart of hearts. I'm never going to go and kill somebody. I'm not going to shoot anybody. I don't want to take nobody money. It's I'm not the type of person. It's, it's for entertainment purposes. Of course. We know that. But it's just it's one of those it's just one of those things to where it's like okay so at the end of the day freedom of speech is freedom of speech right uh, freedom of speech is the First Amendment in the Constitution it protects your right to pretty much it's a human right to say what you want and express yourself how you want um, including things that may be offensive so however um. Even if it, and rap has always became a threat. Um, our rap has, uh, in the black community, has became a threat. Like, I don't know if it was starting with NWA, but it has become came a threat to where um, people started to, with the freedom of speech, they started to actually go against that and actually start to put, you know, took them to prison for certain lyrics that they had, and they had, that was a whole situation.
0: And that was going on with, um, not the, uh, Oh, Ain't he going through that right
1: now? Oh, I thought it was like some actual... I mean, he did
0: some stuff, but they said they used his Instagram to kind of solidify some of the stuff he did or something. Oh, never mind. Continue.
1: No, you could be right. I don't know. (laughs) but I was just using that as an example to say, you know, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. Um, I was going to... It's like we can say at one point, we can say, well, you know what? We can monitor our kids. We can tell them to not listen to these type of music. Uh, to these type, I'm sorry I'm drunk we can tell them to not listen to this type of music we can tell them what to listen to and you know what's right and what's wrong but when you become an adult like myself I listen to what, what I want to listen to and me I know I'm not going to go out here and use I know, I know I'm not going to drink lean I, and I watch so many people we've rappers over this past year over the past last year they've died from overdosing on all type of drugs Um, so I know I'm not going to do that. Um, in the same breath though, like I feel like I'm being a hypocrite if I don't mention that us as women, especially in the black community, we love us some city girls, some Meg Thee Stallion, some Cardi B. We love those type of lyrics that say, I'm like, you know what? Rob him. I'm not going to rob nobody though, y'all. Rob him. Use him for a, a free meal to this fancy restaurant. Make sure he got money before you have sex with get the him. Bread, get, the head that. And leave. get the bread, get the head and leave. We listen to that, and that influences us, right? It influences us. And I feel like maybe it's a bit, I want to say it's a contradiction because us as adults, we know what we want.
0: Do you have a responsibility as a figure? I'm not even going to say role model, as a public figure that people may look up to to be responsible and to lead kids and certain generations in the right direction?
1: Um, I feel like you do to a certain extent. A lot of people who are on these platforms, who are putting out music and content, whatever it may be, they're not trying... It sucks that they're instantly... People put them as role models. Some of them aren't trying to be role models. And people course. are instantly like, oh, well, you're a role model. People look up to you. It's like, damn, well, I'm, you know, I didn't sign up to be a role model. A lot model. of these
0: dudes have kids. Like, I don't know how many kids Money Pack yours have, but... yes, yeah, plenty. Right, so why are you... <laughs> Glorifying you know Promethazine and and lean And
1: And that was my thing I don't think he was Really glorifying it I think like I said He was He used his Addiction to it Knowing that he does not need it Knowing that he does not want it But still cannot Fight Off of not having it And he used it And like he made it work For how he did And it's a great song For
0: sure For sure For sure
1: And That's what it is
0: Freedom the speech, damn it. Two cuts. Do you think that one music has changed over the years? Because he has he's been, uh, double cupping?
1: That's a great question. <laughs> um, well, we don't know if he's been double cupping though. He's
0: been double cupping. Uh, <laughs> Sounds right.
1: I feel like, what, the crazy thing about it, I feel like, so, he stopped music for a minute, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And he'll pick it back up and stop it for a minute, pick it back up. And people, you know, we only notice the difference in like the women that he's been dating, we notice that he has like maybe ten dreads missing. We notice that type of stuff. Are they blonde
0: now or something
1: too? Yeah, they're blonde. He has blonde, honey that blonde. Lil Wayne was
0: cold for a yeah. minute. He was Little on. Lil
1: Wayne's still cold. We can't say he was cold. I mean, he
0: didn't he seem was green. Like
1: exactly. That. <laughs> so that and that's my point. I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna bring up that point. So I feel like if he's able to just come out of whatever, and he like how people say right now, understood the assignment. He knew exactly what he needed to do to justify that song. I feel like
0: Let me take this Lincy out the mask off and ask y'all. Who asked you
1: ask I feel like I even if he I feel shit. like even if he is drugged up or whatever, that does not hinder his talent.
0: It that does, does not hinder it, his pen. True.
1: I don't think it does because if he is drugged up and, and and we're if we're gonna use his photos, if we're gonna use how his hair looks, who he's dating right now, his absence, if we're gonna use that for like, oh, he's probably drugged up right now, but he comes out and he does Nicki Minaj justice and Drake and he does what he's done. He give us what he gave us when he was like more like more in the social you know the eye of the media then. I feel like he's still great. I feel like he's still good. I feel like he can just turn it off when he wants to. He can have fun with it. Like, one of the good things about being really a great artist, you can be, like, all the way on 10. You can give everything you're supposed to give. If you want to have fun, you want to track, you want to record somebody, you want to have fun, it's like, oh, it's just fine. You know, I'm about to, like, still do a good job. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. That's what comes with being the GOAT.
0: You can do whatever you want to do. Most definitely. Most
1: definitely. Most definitely. So, yeah, y'all, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Thanks for coming in, tuning in with us, vibing, breaking your drink. Um, again, we post every Wednesday. So, if you want to get licorice again, please tune in to next week.
0: For sure, remember, don't do drugs. Don't drug people. (laughs) We will see y'all here next week for the next episode. Peace out.